we can find a key to understand and to summarize this beautiful long gospel, chapter 9 of the Gospel of John, in the first reading, when, from the book of Samuel, when it is said, not as man sees does God see, because man sees the appearance, but the Lord looks into the heart. And that was exactly what happened when Jesus passed by the blind man and he looked into, he, into the heart of that man. And he saw something that nobody else could, sin, could have seen because the disciples saw a sinner and asked who sinned, him or his parents? And the Pharisees, they had already seen an outcast and someone who were out of, the, out of the possibility of redemption. And instead, Jesus, being God, he saw a begging heart, someone who still desired to be saved, who still was longing for light, even though he had never seen light. For this reason, Jesus made something that only God can make. He took some dust, he put water, saliva, and he put it on his eyes, making the gesture of, of the creation, repeating the creation. He recreated, he recreated that man. So I think that we can already see what happened, a powerful teaching about the meaning of suffering and the way we are invited to heal and to be present to those who suffer. Because the reaction of the Pharisees of the, and also of the disciples and of the parents of the blind man is the reaction of someone who cannot understand the mystery of suffering. They step back, they try to find a reason for his sickness because they are powerless in front of that blindness. They cannot do anything. They cannot solve the problem. But being human beings, we need to find a reason for everything. And so, in the, especially in the ancient world, but still today, when we are in front of something we cannot overcome, we cannot answer to, we tend to blame the one who is suffering. He made something wrong. And if, if not him, maybe his parents, or someone else, or he's a sinner. Instead, there is more than that. And that's the statement that Jesus said at the beginning. No, things are as they are because God permitted it to show his glory and his mercy. There is still pain and suffering in this world because God has come to bring 
to bring life and light. Through the tenderness, the tender presence of Christ. The answer is not how to fix the problem or how to blame the sinner. But the answer is how to bring Jesus closer to him. How to open our heart to Jesus to be healed. And I just, as a conclusion, the gospel, it was already long. I just want to tell you about a relative of my family, because in every family there is a black sheep, and of course, maybe more than one. So I have this relative, and he had a lot of troubles, and he tried to marry twice, he had kids, he divorced, uh, he, he fell away from the church. And eventually I saw in, in my family, myself, this kind of position, well, he chose his way. That's, that's his fault, meaning he's living a miserable life because he made a lot of mistakes. We tried to fix, to help, to do whatever, but nothing worked. So you arrive at the point that you can consider normal that there is a situation that someone is suffering. You tried so many times. And then it happened that he went for a trip to Africa, I think, and he met a missionary. And I think, as often happened, that missionary just looked at him in a different way. Just didn't consider all the sins of the past or yeah, his shortcoming, but simply loved him. He, he, saw, he spotted something still valuable and beautiful in him. And his relative changed. He ju was just looking for that. I wouldn't say that he's a saint now, but definitely he reconsidered his life and tried also to, to fix and to heal some of the wounds he opened. So I think that what this gospel teaches us is not to be scared in front of what we cannot solve, in front of, of a lot of sins and problems and moans in us and around us. We are just invited to let Christ come and heal whatever he can heal. Just a matter of humbleness, just a matter of asking for that, and he will do it.